guys. Welcome back to the Forking Wellness Podcast. My name is Barry Strickoff, Registered Dietitian. And I'm Sophie Bertrand, Registered Nutritionist, and we are the authors of the Forking Wellness book and obviously the Forking Wellness Podcast. Each week we sit down and we discuss all things health and wellness from debunking diet myths to nutrition information, lifestyle factors, etc. Stick with us while we try and work out what the Fork Wellness really is. I don't even know what we do. Today's episode is sponsored by Wild, a natural deodorant company that focuses on performance, sustainability, and style. It's cruelty-free, vegan, free of aluminum and parabens. And honestly, I've tried several like natural deodorants before, and I haven't been able to get past the first week because my armpits are just like wet and gross. I genuinely feel the same. And... I absolutely love this product. I love what it stands for. It genuinely works. Which no, it is, actually works. It actually works. Like, I'm being deadly serious right now. I love it. It feels great on my armpits because I even, like, even when I use, like, deodorants that aren't necessarily all natural, they still just leave my arms feeling, like, super wet and I just yeah. smell, like, the deodorant scent all day. Yeah, but this deodorant scent smells so lovely. I have I have the orange one. I have the aqua one. And it is a dream. For sure. Um, like Barry said, it is eco-friendly with all natural ingredients, which I love. I think personally, I am trying to make a switch so that all my kind of toiletries, um, you know, products, skincare products, makeup, etc., is as natural as it can possibly be. Their packaging is all sustainable and you can also do it as a subscription. So you don't even have to, you know, go to the store or anything like that. Just make it a subscription, make your life easy. We all need deodorant every single day. Just get it straight through your letterbox. It is so, so, so simple. So go wild today and get yourself this natural refillable deodorant that really does work. You can order by going to wearewild.com and you will get 20% off your first order when you use code FORKING. That's F-O-R-K-I-N-G for 20% off. Enjoy. Hi guys, welcome back to the Forking Wellness Podcast. Today we were here with Alexandra Louise. Hi Alex. Hello. (laughs) We are so excited to have you on. Um, A lot of you probably know Alex already, but she has an incredible journey. She's got lots to say and we are excited to chat with you today. I'm so excited to be here as well. It's going to be a good conversation. For sure. Cool. So let's jump straight in. We've got tons of stuff to talk about, Um, but just let's get to know you a little bit for anyone who doesn't if you just tell us a little bit about yourself oh gosh this is always such a tricky question (laughs) um I guess the majority of people would probably know me from the television show Love Island um but you know that's just a chapter in my life and there's a lot more that meets the eye um than just a reality star I guess uh I have a huge interest in fitness and teaching and educating people and just becoming the best version of themselves I've always been a a big fan and uh tried to empower other women and making them feel the best version of themselves I've uh, had a history of like being in the beauty industry you know getting women feeling good I used to be a dancer um I used to love teaching people how to dance and express themselves and obviously more recently I've gotten into the fitness industry again the physical side of of getting people feeling uh, ultimately the best version of themselves so for me that's always been like the deep-rooted 
uh, message that I've always wanted to get across and just make people feel amazing. That's that's kind of been what's in my blood all these years. So uh, maybe it's taken a few different turns, but that's the core message. I love that. I feel as though that kind of like really echoes like why we do this podcast as well. It's Mm -hmm. like just to like empower people to have all the knowledge they can to just, you know, be the best version of themselves, whether we can educate through nutrition and then we bring guests on to educate in other, other ways. So yeah, I, I really like that. And I think that's a great kind of story. I mean, I almost feel like, uh, you know how we imagine our parents to be perfect, like yes. growing up. Oh my but god, ultimately, yeah. <laughs> ev- everyone's just uh, finding their own way through life, and um, I think being open and sharing experiences is what it's about. You know, nobody's perfect. Um, obviously, you guys have got your qualifications in your fields of work, and I'm just kind of sharing mine. So that's a little bit different, um, and maybe where there's been some backlash. But ultimately women should be supporting women and uh I'm so glad that I'm I'm on this podcast with you both oh I literally could not agree more and I love that you said that about our parents because growing up you're like they're just like angels like super people and then the older you get you're like oh they're just people (laughs) like they struggle too yeah exactly Yeah. yeah they're just trying to figure it out too um amazing so in terms of your journey to kind of how you got to what you're doing now what what did that look like for you what made you kind of pursue your wellness journey I guess gosh well I mean I guess it all starts back from when I used to be a dancer you know I've danced all my life since I could walk uh you know when I was like two years old I was in ballet shoes and um so I've always had a love I've always had a discipline for some form of expression some form of uh activity um fitness if you want to call it uh discipline and I loved it so much I wanted to pursue a career as a ballroom dancer like a professional ballroom dancer but that fell flat when I was about 19 yeah I had a I got an injury and you know there's so many other things that come into it like the cost of it you know my mom was Mm. spending thousands on outfits and uh, travel and competitions I was traveling all over the UK and uh, won a few competitions but I got injured and that kind of cut my career short ultimately and I never went to university so I spent a few years just trying other jobs and going through different uh, methods of education college you name it you know like trying things just to see what else I was good at because I didn't know Mm -hmm. and I didn't have uh, a degree or anything I kind of missed the boat for university or what I thought I'd missed the boat at the time now I'm like you can go to uni uni 100% yeah (laughs) Um, but at the time like all my friends had gone I was like oh I don't want to be the year behind so there was a good few years of like not working at all uh you know it's just going through the motions my mum used to put money in my account every Friday I was living the life but it wasn't really a life you know and um a a few things happened in my life then where I went through a lot at quite a young age a lot of trauma and um I turned to alcohol and partying and I just got very wrapped up in this toxic uh environment mindset Um, I started working in a bar trying to pursue a career as a makeup artist so I had like two jobs at the same time Mm -hmm. but the along with the uh, hospitality work working in a bar obviously comes drinking and you know staying out till late and not eating very well and uh, you know just things got on top of me and what I thought was an escape was actually me going deeper 
um, into a place that I that wasn't good for me. Um, got into toxic relationships, lost people in my family, um, witnessed some things that you know weren't weren't very nice. And um, yeah, I just I got into a really really bad place, and that was like last year where I really hit rock bottom. And I just knew that starting up with some level of exercise, whatever that may be, was going to try, you know, it was going to help because I knew that from before. Mm -hmm. Um, But I've, you know, I've tried weight training. I've tried so many forms of activity, like everybody else, you know, you sign up to a gym, however many times you've got a contract rolling for like three years and you've used (laughs) it twice. Yeah. (laughs) So, you know, I've been there, I've been that person and I just couldn't get to grips. I didn't know what the hell I was doing tried multiple personal trainers I've had injuries that I've had to try and surpass and like figure out what was going on so I've been like everybody else you know I get messages all the time from people about I've got this I've got that it's like I've been you Mm -hmm. so I get it you know I've not come from like a crazy sports background where all I've ever known is fitness yeah um so yeah it's been hard but it was definitely an amazing step in the right direction and like here I am today it's like I've my world has completely flipped around and for the better so yeah I think one of the key messages there is that it was actually your kind of mental well-being that kind of pushed you into that direction whereas maybe a lot of people look at you and think you know she went she wanted to get into shape so she got into shape whereas actually there was so much more depth to it than that 100% yeah I think you know on Instagram and you know on these social media platforms it's very easy to get carried away with the visual aspect of things and you know Instagram is very 2D and that's why I yeah. set up my YouTube so I can speak a lot more and ultimately mm-hmm. you know doing podcasts is so important because I can actually get what I want to say across yeah and people understand it a lot better it's, it's a lot clearer um, and I was yeah I was in a really really bad place mentally you know I was I was having regular panic attacks. I would call my mum in and be like, mum, I think I'm dying. Like, it, this is, I don't, I don't know how to get rid of this anxiety. I was falling asleep thinking of, like I was dying every night. Like I'd go into this black hole in my brain and I just could not shake it. I had no motivation, um, no energy to do stuff. I was just sleeping like at any hour of the day. I just, I just felt like rubbish. You know, my boyfriend at the time was like, let's go for a walk. I'm like, me, walk. (laughs) What do you want to do that for? And, you know, the shift has been crazy. Now, I think for everybody, when you start off on like a fitness journey, Mm -hmm. people don't always understand the benefits of the mental side of things. I I think initially it starts off being like aesthetic Mm -hmm. because let's all face it. We all look at other girls on Instagram. We're like, oh. I'd love to look like that or she's got this and oh maybe I could grow my bum like that like yeah it, it doesn't happen. It, let's not let's not sugarcoat it 100%. you do it okay um and that's me being 100% real but when you start to hit a certain point the shift when you start to recognize the mental side of things too that's when it surpasses everything you're like okay I'm not even doing this for aesthetics anymore like this mm-hmm. this has become so much more than that and uh that is what keeps you going because we're always going to fluctuate in our bodies. There's always going to be things that happen, whether it's, you know, certain life events, pregnancies, hormone imbalances, menstruation, like all of these things are going to affect your aesthetic. Sometimes you just can't be bothered, you know? But for me now, what keeps me disciplined is do it for your mind. Do it for your mind. Because I know how I used to be and how bad my anxiety was. I don't ever want to go back to that. 
Yeah. yeah. I think that's really important for everyone to hear that, you know, beyond the aesthetics, there's so much benefit from, you know, exercise and, you know, having a wellness journey that it, yeah, it's not just for the mirror and you just don't do it for everyone else. Because I think a lot of the time when you have like a physical goal, it's really for everyone else. Whereas if you have like a mental goal, that's for yourself and that's more important. And an internal motivation will keep you going longer as opposed to Mm -hmm. an external motivation. 100%. And that's figuring out your why, you know, some people do enjoy the aesthetic side of things. And that's okay. If that's, if that's what makes you feel confident, but ultimately, you know, it, it really is what's within. And mm-hmm. if you can shine bright from the insides and know that you're truly happy, like I'm nourishing myself and you know, same as food, it goes hand in hand and mm-hmm. you deserve to feel amazing. Like I, I kind of, I don't hate myself for it, but I just, I almost think like, I wish I knew this sooner. Yeah, I, wish I, I completely can resonate with Giving that. myself the best from earlier mm-hmm. because I went through so many years of pain and, um, but, you know, we can't have regrets and I'm just yeah. glad that I know it now. Yeah. So to be able to share that and try and educate others so that they know it sooner, that's all I want. Yeah. yeah, hindsight is always twenty twenty, and we always think that, you know, if, but the whole point is you have to go through the motions to have that revelation, um, but it's so important to constantly reflect back and, you know, see where you are now and feel, you know, grateful and, you know, see how far you've come, so it's so important to have that that full spectrum journey. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I think uh, the process is actually the most important part out of it all. Completely. It's just given to you like that. Almost don't appreciate it for what it is. Like I know the hell that I've been through to get to where I am. Yeah. And that's what empowers me because I'm like, I did it. Mm -hmm. I've done it. And I think, yeah, a lot of people might look at you as well and think, oh, she, you know, she had that goal and she went and did it, and wow, she's done it. But actually, like you've just said, it was probably like this, like waves, like up and down. You know, you haven't perfectly just transformed yourself. You know, we're all human. God, I mean, I'm, I'm I'm 30 next year. Like, you know, it's been so rocky. It's been a bumpy ride. And yeah, there were years in my early 20s where I used to go to sleep thinking I'm going to end up homeless one day. Like, I actually don't know what I'm doing with my life. Um, it was a struggle for me to like even walk up a hill. I was so unfit, but the unfit side of things as well, it really discourages you because when you go to a class and you see other people flying through the classes, like, mm-hmm. and you're just there and I, like, I'd vomit three times in a class. I'm thinking these people must think I'm nuts. Like I'm so unfit. Um, and uh, yeah, I, the process is is the hardest part, but you just have to keep going because there is light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah um it is difficult it is difficult especially for people that have never understood fitness or never kind of had those activities in their life I can only imagine that it you know the struggle that it must be like there's so much information out there it's like how do you where do you begin yeah did you have kind of like a light bulb moment in your journey like when you were you know at your bottom as you said like that you said like I need to change something like was there a moment in which you thought 
I can't keep doing this to my, or, you know, I can't keep going on the way I am. Or was it kind of like super gradual where you, you took a walk and then you took a second walk and things just happened um, naturally? I guess it, I mean, it had been going on for a while. Um, I, you know, I think over the course of since I was 22 to last year, there was a whole uh, like roller coaster of things that had happened to me. Um, like I mentioned before, toxic relationships, certain things within those relationships, uh, losing quite a few family members and loved ones, um, which I, you know, trauma affects us in, in different ways. Mm-hmm. And it can, you know, grief can come on. It doesn't necessarily happen straight away. Um, and what the time at the time, you don't always recognize that it's the grief, but then you're like, oh, OK, that's what that was. Um, and it was, it's just a process. And so that happened it happened over a good few years it's not like you just come to this realization one day like oh I'm just gonna get fit like that's, yeah. I've tried so many times and um I think last year it's like a relationship you're done when you're done mm-hmm. yeah so you, you give so many chances and you're like oh you know maybe it could be this or let's just give it another try or whatever until you're really just you're just fed up like you're mm-hmm. just over it And that's kind of how I was last year. And I was in a relationship, which I then chose to end because I just wasn't happy. Like, not with him, but I just wasn't me. Like, I was like, who is this person? I was so unhappy all of the time. And I I was just trying to fight. Like, what is it? Why am I so unhappy? Um, And I wasn't giving my best to him. Like, he probably didn't deserve half the nonsense that I put him through if I'd know he didn't deserve it at all but I that was my issue you know and I just had to walk away from that because in hindsight yeah we weren't right for each other but ultimately he didn't deserve to be treated how I was treating him how I was treating myself and that's the point it's like it starts from you and when you recognize that you're being reactive to people when you know you're creating situations that actually don't need to happen you need to look within yourself and that's really hard to do that because we don't want to take a responsibility or accountability for ourselves but that's the only place it's going to start mm-hmm. when so. I you know when I see you on Instagram I see that you now actually have a real friendship with yourself which I think a lot of people don't even think about <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and that's incredible that's like you know what you know a lot of girls or most girls every girls should be aspiring to is to have that friendship with themselves how did you how did you build that from obviously you were in a place where you you know maybe not necessarily liked yourself you didn't like your lifestyle you recognized you weren't doing the best for your body and now you've got such a strong relationship with yourself what are maybe some tools or actions that you put in place to build that relationship hmm I guess I'm gonna start with saying uh by the fact that I'm probably a little bit of a a step forward in front of a lot of people in terms of I'm an only child So I've always had that element of independence and being comfortable in my own company and just kind of entertaining myself, really. Uh, And, you know, I did all my hobbies and stuff. So I was always around older people um, and different groups. So I've never felt like socially awkward or uncomfortable. Like I've always been confident, which is why people that knew me on Love Island, they were like, oh, but you were so confident then. Were you lying or whatever? Like, no, I've, I've just always been confident. And that's just been me, regardless of my body, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but more recently, again, coming back to the relationship thing last year, because I lost myself so much, 
I was like, right, let's strip this right back. Who are you? What is your purpose? Why are you doing this? What do you want to do? What What is your outcome? What do you want to achieve? And I just had to take it back to square one, really. Um, and there's a thing called Saturn return. I don't know if many of people know about it, but it's like of your age, um, it happens every 27 years. So when you turn like 26 to 29, those three years of your life, you'll really notice a shift in like stepping into your power and stepping into your purpose. So these last three years have been exactly that for me. And just writing a diagram, like your name or this is me and writing all the things that you love, all the things that you want to do and small goals as to how you're going to get there, like visualization, right? Mm -hmm. So you can see it in front of you. And I've got this fantastic journal, which basically asks you about your why. And if you're, you can figure out your why. And then once you've done that, if you're ever having a bad day or, you know, it says, if you, if you fall off track, how are you going to deal with that? How is it going to make you feel? And I think it's really important to recognize the feeling above everything. It's like, okay, so if I create these habits or if I do X, Y, and Z within my day, that's going to make me feel good. I know that that's going to have a positive effect on everybody around me. I'm going to feel amazing. This, 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 and this is going to elevate. And already that's that feeling. And you want to put it in a bottle and you're like, okay, I'm going to keep chasing that because I know it makes me feel good. And then you look at the negative side. You're like, if I don't do these things, I know that there's the potential that I could fall into old habits. I'm going to fall back into the anxieties that I used to have. I might, you know, not be as fit as I am now or whatever it is, or like toxic relationships might start to enter into my life again. It's just recognizing patterns and, and it's, um, it's like preparation almost. Mm-hmm. It's that thing of think before you act. So yeah. it's when you can uh, associate a feeling with a thing, then it's much easier to adhere to that because you're like, I'm going to do this because I've got purpose. It's the because. Everyone needs a reason to do something. Yeah. I'm exercising because I know I'm going to feel amazing. I'm going to eat this good food because I know it's nourishing my body. And again, it's going to make me feel amazing. So once you find out the why to why you do things, um, it's a lot easier to achieve your goals. And I think it's it's just living your life with purpose. Yeah. Um, so coming back to the independent side of things, I just took myself traveling. I just went on things that I've always wanted to do. And I just thought, if I don't do it now, it's never going to happen. Yeah. Um, I've got the world at my feet. What really is the worst that could happen? So I absolutely love everything you just said. Yeah. <laughs> I want to like, I want to go away, like get a diary and write down my why now. I'll yeah, tell you, sounds... I'll, t- I'll tell you what Jan Love got. Oh yes, yeah. please, please. We'll link yeah, it in the show amazing. notes as well if anyone else wants to. Um... Uh, yeah, it's actually called the Morning Sidekick Journal, and <laughs> yeah, it's amazing. It tells you about the why, the what, the how. And then it takes you through three different phases and then like you're finished. So, you know, it's, it's a journey. Uh, it's not going to happen overnight, but it's just asking you questions about yourself that maybe you've never asked yourself before. And then you're like, oh, yeah, oh, that makes sense. Okay. I think a lot of people are scared to ask themselves these questions as well because they're scared of having to face it and having to answer it. But like yeah. you said, it, it can be so powerful and helpful. 
Or at least like answering it honestly, like not the not the answer that you think you should give, but actually the answer that resonates with you the most. And I think once you are able to liberate yourself of those expectations and truly answer like as you, then I think that inspires so much change as well. Mm -hmm. And I think journals are amazing as well, because it's literally just you and the paper. If a friend was to ask you, how are you doing? What's your purpose? You don't, you don't necessarily give 100% an honest answer. Like there was a question in the book and it, it says, what's making you unhappy right now? And if someone had asked me that, I'd be like, oh, nothing. I'm fine. Like I'm, I've got so much to be grateful for. But when I read it in the book, as soon as it asked me what is like what's triggering you right now what's making you sad straight away I was like dun, dun, dun. and mm-hmm. I was like, I saw it and and again it's that that visual when you see it, it you've kind of offloaded the thought from your head so it's less busy it's less crowded yeah and then when you're looking at it that's your realization that's your mirror you know yeah. um and you're like oh okay well that's what that is let's work on it and then you can refer back to that because when you move forward and when you progress uh you gain confidence through experience so when certain patterns start to happen again you can look back and be like all right well that happened then and I got through it so this is just temporary and that's how I dealt with it at the time but actually I've grown from that and this is how I'm going to maybe adjust how I'm going to deal with the situation now and you learn you learn through experience and that's how you build confidence is just trusting yourself yeah exactly I think as well it's incredible that you've turned your passion of kind of moving your body to make you feel good into a business because you've got your own kind of fitness plan going now and I'm right in saying you're studying to be a PT as well yeah yeah how's that how's that going oh it's a lot honestly (laughs) I don't think people realize how much information it takes and studying it takes my brain hurts (laughs) It really hurts, uh, but it's, you know, what I found and what has been really beautiful actually is like all the years that I spent studying various different things, it always felt like a chore mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, I'm rubbish at this. But actually when I started delving into the PT course that I'm doing at the moment, that felt like a natural progression for me because I never, um, because of my dance history and stuff, I've always understood movement of the body and I've always loved teaching so mm-hmm. you know uh sharing that information and encouraging and the performance side of things I get such a kick out of it I love it and for me like my dream one day is to have like a hundred thousand women in one room together all doing like this crazy routine and oh just God. enjoying it and I'll loving it and just like just buzzing off everyone's energy you know just feeling yeah. bloody good that's what I want um just having women feel their best selves but um with a PT course when I started doing it I was like I actually know a lot of these answers already so that already made me feel more positive because I was like all right (laughs) I know some of this which means I already have a natural interest in it which was uh really encouraging for me because I'm like yeah okay I I this is my passion like I love this and I didn't even know I just it was almost like hiding in the dark because yeah. I just started on my journey just to me. That was for my own personal growth. And then it's turned into something so much more. I never, I couldn't even dream of how well the plan has done. And I, in a way I almost wasn't ready for it. Um, yeah. It's not, 
the best I want it to be. So I'm working on that right now. Like there's a lot going on behind the scenes. And I, I'm such a perfectionist. I want it to be perfect for everybody. But you can't just not put something out there because it's not perfect. Because it never will be. Exactly. Um, I just put out what I know. And you just have to move with the times and just let it better you. And, and let it encourage you and inspire you more to be like, okay, well, that wasn't right. So how can I, as a business, business mind, okay, well, that wasn't perfect, but what have I learned from this and how can I develop it to make it better so that other people are getting a better experience, right? Yeah. You're, otherwise you'll never be ready. Yeah, yeah. And like that saying, like done is better than perfect. Like put it out there, don't hold back. Like if you keep holding back, like you're just going to hold yourself back. And, mm-hmm. you know, you got to, like you said before, you have to learn through experience. And if you never give yourself that opportunity, you can't grow. Yeah, it's like people are like, you know people want quick results unfortunately that's what yes. social media is doing to us at the moment oh and I completely agree it's, it's such a breeding ground for uh negativity and uh controversial comments and criticism now I don't mind receiving criticism if it's constructive yeah but there's We're a the way same. <laughs> of, of dealing with things but ultimately you have to remember they're like not everyone's going to be as mature as you or as like uh you know everyone has their own response and they're entitled to their own opinion for sure um but yeah it you know sometimes it can be (laughs) quite draining um but nevertheless you know it's all a learning experience and I love staying in tune with people because actually they're the people that are are invested in you yeah you have to listen to what they're saying Mm -hmm. you know it's all very well saying oh don't listen to them they don't know anything but actually I like listening because I'm like it makes me check myself you know I said to my manager I said to my manager the other day like do I need to check myself? Because I feel like something is, you know, am, am I being an idiot? Or like, you know, just give me some advice. Um, and I think it's really important to just check on yourself all the time, like, and come back to your why. Why am I doing this? What is my yeah. purpose? Um, so it's really important to have those friends around you that will tell you about yourself and be like, no, you've lost the plot a little bit. Um, <laughs> let's bring it back, you know. Uh so we all have ups and downs and um, social media can be amazing, but it also can be negative. But you just got to keep pushing through and just post what you want to post when you want to post it. Because not everyone's perfect. We're going to make mistakes. Um, exactly. But you just got to be like, well, yeah, I made it and I'm sorry for it. But we yeah. move. <laughs> Do you, I mean, is there, if, you know, you could say one thing to all your social media following followers, now, mm-hmm. what is kind of like the message you would want to get across um stand in your power you're capable of anything anything that you put your mind to and I think uh for a lot of young people I think one of the things that I've noticed the most is that in in the current society and world that we live in there is so much readily available to us and so much uh, variety in the things that we can do and the things that we can achieve. Now, most recently, people will see that I've literally got about five or six different Instagram accounts. Now, I saw that today (laughs) because I've got so many um, different interests and different things. And I'm trying to be like a a jack of all the trades. Right. But I actually need to be a master of one. And it's very like it's all very well and good having all these different strings to your bow, but it gets messy and it gets confusing and it becomes overwhelming. So um, sometimes you just need to learn like when things are a hobby and when things are just a career, you're Mm -hmm. capable of doing anything that you want to in life, but 
the thing that you need to to focus on is what fills you with joy from the inside like you have that fire in your belly and just roll with it because when you love something you will make it work you will find a way and your heart will carry you there and uh, I think that's one thing that we're very lucky for you know my parents and your parents never had that they had Mm -hmm. they got their degree they got in a job but I don't think they followed their passions you know Um, I agree with you yeah very lucky to have those opportunities so go for it amazing that's an incredible message um going back to sorry flipping back to the exercise thing you originally released your kind of hit workouts and now recently you've done a list one which are both Mm. obviously very different types of exercise can you talk us through maybe personally what you find more beneficial and why you decided to release two very different kind of workout regimes um, yeah, of course. So ultimately, you know, I think with any form of exercise, when you're training, you, again, find out your why, your purpose, what's your reason for doing something, right? So what I've learned through, you know, my PT studying and all of this is like, what do you want your outcome to be? Because for some people, they don't want to lose fat. For some people, they want to gain muscle. For some people, they just want to get, you know, better cardio system. What? So you need to figure out what it is that you're trying to achieve first and foremost. The HIIT training for me was like, um, I just enjoyed it because it was like dance. It was routine It was high energy. Like I'm just full of energy all the time. I know. I need some of your energy sometimes. (laughs) So I'm not always, I'm literally like either really high or crashed. Um, There's no in between. But I loved it because it reminded me of my dancing days. So that for me, it was like, like dance basey, routine like high energy. So I loved it. And that's what I was working with with my trainer. But then what I came to realize that like that's brilliant at, for fat loss. It's such an effective form of fat loss for like a really short amount of time for people that don't have much time or equipment um they don't want to go to a gym because it's overwhelming like I've been there I understand even though yeah. they've got kids they're trying to fit something into their day we know that you know life can just get on top of you a little bit at times um so that was just like a really quick and effective way for people that wanted to lose a bit of fat or get into shape without any equipment or all the rest of it um and then since then what I've learned is that you know, the plans that I put out are like 12 weeks, 30 days, 90 days, all of that. So you've got the short term plans. But in the long term, people aren't just going to want to do hit for the rest of their life. And mm-hmm. there are people, uh, you know, it's not sustainable to be doing hit every single day of your life for yeah. however many years I you've agree. got to live. <laughs> and also, um, also with that, it's like when you have too much of something, you get bored of it. Yeah. So you have to find a way and a rhythm with whatever form of exercise that is, whether that's playing tennis, whether that's going for a horse ride, whether it's going for a walk. You have to find a balance with exercise. And for me, it was important not to keep putting out hip workouts because there's a, there's a life shelf to it. A, sh- yeah. a life shelf? A shelf life. Shelf life. <laughs> a shelf no, life. And, um, so, and there's also people, you know, I had a lot of messages from people saying, I really struggle with the high intensity stuff because maybe, you know, they're a little heavier to start off with or they're less mobile or, you know, they don't want to be jumping around in a flat or they've got injuries, you know. So um, for me, it's really important to be able to share a wide level of exercise to keep people interested, to to target different audiences, I guess, because it's not a one size fits all. 
it's like no let's just get everybody moving in some way or another whatever yeah. you're capable of and the list workouts are amazing you know obviously hit is better for or more effective for fat loss but ultimately what I've learned is that only like exercise only accounts for about two to three percent of your daily calorie like expenditure yeah so when people think that they can overtrain like a bad diet it's just not going to happen and that's why nutrition is so important um because most of the calories that people burn are like 70 percent of that is just your your body naturally functioning anyway Mm -hmm. um just doing its day-to-day thing to breathe stay alive yeah uh, digest everything so metabolic rate yeah so you you've just got to find what works for you your time schedule some people work three jobs some people don't work at all some people have got 10 kids some people have got no kids you know every journey is going to be different for every individual person so you've got to find what works for you in the way that you enjoy the most and that for me is you know I want to develop all the workouts that I do I am interested in exploring so much more you know weight training I I definitely want to start soon um because the more muscle mass you build like you're stronger yeah and you know it's also great for mobility and strengthening your body and uh, avoiding injury which is something you know as we get older yeah. our bones become less mm-hmm. uh stable so yeah it's just I'm just so fascinated by what the body can do and I think providing different methods of it so that everyone can get involved is important to me yeah I think that's so important too because I'm definitely the kind of person that like likes to dabble between like you know I like a bit of high intensity workout I like that adrenaline um I like to jump around sometimes on quite high energy some days as well but then I also really enjoy kind of those like more those slow slower but like maybe like a deeper burn style like Pilates workout or something so I think that you you're able to provide both and people can choose I think that's so important and I think that's great it's like going to Victoria's Secret, you know, just mix and match. Yeah. Just mix and match. <laughs> Great analogy. Like, you're not going to wake up every day and be like, yeah, let's smash a hit workout. Like, it's just, yeah. you, you're not yeah. like that every day. But if you've got an alternative, something that's like, you know what, I'm not in the mood for that, but I can do that. Mm-hmm. So let's do that rather than not doing anything at all. You exactly. Know? Yeah. Because sometimes you're motivated to do something, but you're not sure what you really want until it's right in front of you and then you're like yep that sounds great so it's just having that like menu to like you said Victoria's Secret style mix and match yeah literally but you know we're not going to have the same level of energy or motivation every day things happen in life yeah especially Um, women with hormones like that really like can play a big yeah for sure like the week leading up to your period I'm not going to be doing a hit work Exactly. You'll find me taking a walk. (laughs) Yeah, you need lighter activity the week before, you know, even nutrition. It it tells you, like, avoid caffeine, increase your fats. Like, there's there's so many things that play a role with, like, the hormones in the body. Jesus, who knew how important they were, really? Um, For sure. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. You've got to go with the flow. You do. (laughs) Absolutely. So if I would say to you now, what does health mean to you? How, I mean, I guess, what do, what does that mean to you now? And what did it mean to you, let's say, 10 years ago? Like, how has it differed? Uh, health <laughs> to me before, like, literally five years ago, I'd just be like, 
going out, having an amazing time, like enjoying <laughs> your life. You get one life. Uh, we're here for a. Uh, we're not here for a long time. We're here for a good, for time. good time. That yeah. was my mentality, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, unfortunately, getting older, you go through some experiences in life. And both of my parents got really ill a couple of years ago. Um, my mum currently, you know, she's been suffering with cancer for about six years. Um, and currently, right now, it's like the worst it's ever been. And um, so sorry. Health, yeah, so sorry. It's okay. Um, but I want to speak about it because, uh, you know, it's a lot that I'm going through at the moment. Mm-hmm. And I'm just exercise for me has been my therapy and seeing my parents get ill from environmental issues or things that maybe you know we know that there's a lot of work that we can do within ourselves to try and avoid these things Mm -hmm. Um, which again which is why I'm so passionate about exercise and nutrition because there's so much that we can do and unfortunately western society western diet like it's not in our favor always and we have to work really hard to to fight against that um so with those scares comes sadness but also comes strength because I want to use that sadness and turn it into power to try and help others so that they don't end up in those situations um and yeah just getting through exercise is my therapy and people might say I'm obsessed but I'd rather have exercise as my therapy than drugs or alcohol to be honest Mm -hmm. um you know and in whichever form that may be I'm just I want to channel my energy into something positive and uh that's what I'm doing right now so yeah it's just through through my own sad experiences I guess that it's like kind of spurred me on a little bit more um so so interesting yeah sorry it's so interesting you say this because I just read this kind of article recently about this phenomenon called post-traumatic growth so it's all about Mm. like the I guess the opposite of post-traumatic stress and how you know certain life experiences can really you know, inspire people to change their habits or really incite them to grow. So like when some people come back from, you know, they use an example of like come back from war and there's two type of, you know, or two classes that people can fall into. Some, you know, decide to better themselves and use their experiences to really like grow and educate others. And then some can be really affected by it in a negative way. And it sounds exactly like what you've described is what they call post-traumatic growth where you've taken your life experiences and it's really inspired you to grow and change and help others. And it just, yeah. it just came to my mind right then. But um, yeah, it's an actual, actual thing. Is it on Audible? I'm sure <laughs> I there Audible. is. <laughs> I'm, on well. I'm a huge audiobook person. Um, yeah, I can try and find a book on it. But yeah, no, I just read an article about it and I found it so interesting because it's something that I've seen in, you know, people in my life. Um, uh-huh. who've had those kind of experiences. And I think the the other way that it was explained was through like eating disorder recovery. A lot of people kind of hit their low and then maybe they get like bad news from a doctor or something like that. And it can really, really kind of inspire them to make this like 180 change. Um, mm-hmm. So I think that those were the two examples that the article referred to. But um yeah, post-traumatic growth. I feel as though you're a fantastic case study for that. <laughs> Thank you. I think it's just coming back to the self and just recognizing your truths because it's not always pretty and there's going to be a lot of things that we don't like about ourselves or um, experiences that we're going through which hurt. It, you know, you, but you have to dig through the shit. If you, sorry, don't mind me swearing, but oh, you swear. have to dig through <laughs> the deep stuff 
to come out on top like it's not easy yeah and um you know people just want like an overnight fix of like oh yeah I'm just gonna feel amazing tomorrow like it's not it's it's an ongoing process and Mm -hmm. I'm still going through that process it almost never stops so if you're gonna let one bad thing affect you it's just gonna end up in, in an even worse situation you've got to find light from every situation because otherwise you're just going to end up deeper and deeper and deeper and it's going to be more of a struggle to get out of it so Mm -hmm. you've just got to sit with it process it if you need to cry cry if whatever you need to feel to get through it do it whether if you want to speak about it speak about it if you want to be silent be silent do what you need to do to get through it yeah um because it's about you It's it's not about anyone else um and that's why you always have to just, that's why I always say stand in your power, whatever that is, face your truths, be honest with yourself, be like, this is me. Because it's the only way you're going to move forward. If you lie to yourself, you're lying to everybody else. Mm-hmm. I so, think what, so. what's really interesting there is that, you know, you are going through a really difficult time at the moment. And often when someone we love does get sick, we tend to stop looking after ourselves a little bit because, you know, obviously, understandably, we're worried, we're going through a hard time that you're kind of making it a real priority to continue to look after yourself so that you can be the best version to show up for your parents who need you right now. 100%. And, and you have to, one of the, one of my life mottos is you can't control what happens around you, but you can control how you react to them. Yeah. And that that. is something that I absolutely live by and something that I've really had to learn. Cause I, going back to when I was like, you know, going through a bit of a bad time, I was so reactive to every situation and I always personalised it. It was always about me. It was always, like, oh, poor little me. Mm-hmm. And I've had to work through that. And now, yes, I'm devastated about my mum. And who knows what the outcome's going to be. But that's out of my control. I can't change the situation. I can feel sad about it because I'm human and I have emotions. Yeah. But ultimately, what's going to add more stress to the situation is if I'm just sad every single day. Like, it's not going to make me feel better. My mum's going to be worried about me. Like, she doesn't need that added stress. So if I can just keep showing up for myself day in, day out and showing up for her and being being a bright light for someone else, even though, like, I'm hurting. My mum's one of the strongest people I know, and that's where I've got some of my strength from too. Like, she's just like superwoman in my eyes, and yeah. I think that's why it's hurting even more. Um, but to give other people your best, you have to give yourself your, your best. Mm-hmm. And it's not going to happen every day. Like a couple of days ago, I just sat in my flat and I just looked at the walls and I just cried. Like, and I sat there eating like chocolate covered nuts. And I was just like, this is really not a good idea. But it's, sometimes you need to have those days. And yeah. Feel, feel it. You have to hurt. Yeah. And then you're like, okay, tomorrow's a new day. Let's, let's mm-hmm. try again. Yeah. Um, and they always say, you know, you can have a bad couple of days, but try not to let it turn into a bad week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because then it's hard to get back into a habit again. It's like, it's okay to have those down moments, but, you know, pick yourself back up because, you, you know, when your friends disappear or when you get older and you're, you might be alone, you've got to be friends with yourself. You've got to yeah. love the person that you are. You've got to really tap into, yeah, I'm okay with myself. I'm proud of myself. And showing up for yourself all, all the time or when you can, I tell myself I'm proud every single day. Every single day. I love day. that. I think it's so so important to write just a few things down at the end of the day like what are you grateful for what's been the highlight of your day or what made you happy today um and think about those positive things because yeah we go through some stuff but there's 
there's always going to be something positive to take away from every situation so definitely I absolutely love that and the first thing I do when we you know cut this call off is I'm going to order one of those journals that you've talked about yeah can you send me the link so I can well yeah, I will do I will it's amazing ultimately oh. I want to write my own little journal for people in the future but yeah we'll see everything's a work in progress for sure well thank you so much for just being so open so real and honest uh like I said I genuinely think this is going to resonate and help so many people yeah I really hope so amazing it's been such a pleasure talking to you oh thank you so much do you want to tell everyone where they can find you um on your various um ventures (laughs) on all my six instagram accounts yeah (laughs) (laughs) no i won't need to i won't go into all of them but my main page is uh obviously instagram.com forward slash alexandra louise underscore underscore and i have my youtube channel which is also alexandra louise um or alexandra kane you'll find under both and yeah that's about it really youtube and insta are my main two fab well we will link those in the show notes so everyone knows where to find you if you don't follow alex please check out her page she is literally just such good energy so thank you (laughs) oh well thank you so much and we will catch up with you soon thank you so much for having me you're so welcome Bye. bye Thank you guys so much for listening to this week's episode of the Forking Wellness Podcast. As always, please rate, review, and subscribe. And share with your friends and family or anyone that you think this episode might be helpful to. It really does help us get seen in the charts. Please go follow us on Instagram at Forking Wellness and pre-order our book either on amazon.co.uk or barnesandnobles.com.